We've all heard about having an estate plan. And what does that even mean? So in today's episode, we're going to talk about ways to create an estate plan and do it in an affordable way. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling Your Finances. That's the name of the podcast. That's the conversation we have on this podcast with Mo Param of Cloudvestors. Cloudvestors, the, the virtual firm uh, helping people plan their fi- financial world, their financial universe through all stages of their investment life, all the way up to and through retirement. Mo of Cloudvestors, how are you today? Dave, I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I you know I always enjoy our conversation, and I got to tell you, I learned something from you in every one of these podcasts. So I'm well, ready good, to roll. Good. I've got. I learned my... things from you too. Really? And on, on a, yeah. Well, on a radio show, you told me about the guy who uh, collected a lump sum Social Security check at for seventeen cents. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I've got some trivia. Oh, by the way, I do want to mention this. Uh, Cloudvestors.com is the website. You can hear these podcasts there. You can hear the radio show that Mo and and Andrew Nida do together of Asset Management Group and Cloudvestors. And also you can see their TV. You're everywhere, Mo. We we are all over social media. We're everywhere. You can't get enough of us. <laughs> really? Uh, and that's okay, because you've got an important message to get out. I've got a question for you um, as far as estate planning. Do I need to be at least a multimillionaire, possibly billionaire, to to even worry about having an estate plan? I mean, that sounds like, that sounds pretty rich. You need to be a billionaire to work with cloud investors, but to have an estate plan. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. No, no, you don't. You do not need to be a millionaire billionaire, ultra wealthy, super wealthy individual to have an estate plan. And that's that's the misconception that we that I find a number a number of people have. And it, and it's and I think it goes around the, just the, the word estate, right? Mm-hmm. When you think of the word estate, you think of something palatial. You think of, oh, I need to have generational wealth. There's there's just so much money that I can't even I can't even keep count of, and that's why I need to protect it. But that's 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 not necessarily the case, you know. If you have anything, well, put it this way: if you have anyone in your life that you want to make sure that uh, you leave any of your assets to. And, and not having to go through the court system. If there's any instructions, any directions you want to have with the, the assets that you've, that you've accumulated over your lifetime, then you should have an estate plan, point blank, period. Absolutely. And um, maybe we should change the name from estate planning to something else. But in the meantime, uh, it is estate <laughs> planning. And you you shared a, a great article with me from CNBC, and we'll include a link to that. But it's about get, making, it, well, of course, it spells out the importance of having an estate plan. But if you don't want to spend a fortune on it, it gives some some ways to do that. And, and we're just going to have a, a discussion based on that. So if you want to get started on an estate plan, do you need an attorney? You don't technically need an attorney. There, there are certain things that you can do really just by by bypassing an attorney and just getting some of your documents in order and naming beneficiaries of certain accounts. But you don't necessarily need an, an attorney. You know, and that's another that's another reason I think some people kind of um, 
uh, steer away from maybe creating an estate plan because now I have to speak with an attorney. How do I find an attorney? Attorney sounds so daunting to speak with, but no, creating an estate planning, having an estate plan for you, you can start doing some of your some of your uh, estate planning without an attorney and bypassing an attorney. Mm-hmm. But what what an attorney does is uh, is add a little more clarity to the estate plan. Maybe ask you questions that you don't even uh, aren't even asking yourself or don't, may not even know what to ask for. Right. So an attorney, an estate planning attorney, who's doing this on a day to day basis. Uh, you know, it's just like us, right? We're financial advisors. We help our clients with their finances. And there's certain things that clients can do on their own. But one of the values that we bring to the table is that we ask questions that you don't even know. Right. What, uh, you shouldn't even know. To, uh, you wouldn't know we're to ask questions that you may not even to ask. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you said it better than I can. But uh, attorneys, uh, they, they're, they're used for drafting documents, right? So you can use an attorney to draft a will. And again, a will is a document that you use to create, um, to to transition and transfer assets from one individual to another, maybe uh, naming a guardian for your child and so uh, and how to deal with creditors and all that good stuff. So uh, an attorney can help you draft these documents, a draft a will and even have a power of attorney. A will, typically speaking, you could probably get a, a standard will for you know, less than a thousand dollars. I mean, um, I've seen where wills, um, again, if they're very standard, pr- pretty simple, uh, for five hundred to seven fifty. Uh, so that's a that's a that, that's for a typical standard will. You start get you start adding um, a couple of commas to that if if it gets a little more complicated. <laughs> if you have assets, you know, maybe outside of the country, multiple properties. Um, more direction that you want to have within your within your estate, you know. So the more the more complex it is, the more layers that you have within your uh, within your estate plan, uh, that that document can cost you a little more than you know thousand dollars. But for the most part, you can get a standard will for up to a thousand dollars. Okay, and and. And, and I like that you said that because that that applies to to you too in in financial right. planning overall the things you don't even the questions you don't even know to ask oh and the other thing with with the lawyer you get the legalese so I mean who else would write in heretofore and things like that there's the aforementioned therefore exactly exactly right wherefore you know, art so thou that's Shakespeare so if you want your now. will. Yeah, if you want your will to sound like the King James version of the Bible, then you definitely <laughs> right. want to get an exactly. attorney to, to create it for you. Well, let me uh, ask you this. Some, there, well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say some of the things you want to th- think about in your will is who's going to who's going to be the executor, right? The person who's going to actually distribute and oversee that the will gets taken uh, is executed correctly. Right. right? That's, that's that's why they're called the executor, right? Mm-hmm. They're the ones who are executing the will. So you know you don't want to name someone. So that's one thing you as you're going through and creating uh, your estate plan is understanding. Okay, who do I who do I trust, right? Who, who do I believe if if I pass away or incapacitated in one way, shape, or another, who do I trust will will be the best person to make sure that my my, my decisions uh, are being passed out? Right. It has to be somebody definitely that you trust. Here's a question I have for you because there's so much now you can do on your own online and even the templates are laid out for you. Is, is that something mm-hmm. to look at? It's something to look at, you know. It's um, uh, there's there's a lot of these uh, sites now that uh, are very template, very templated 
um, documents and formats uh, where you can get wills, the basic wills for, you know, a couple hundred bucks. And so if that, right, it could be even less than, than, than a couple hundred bucks. So there are online services that you can do if you just want something really quick and you want the ease of not having to speak or meet face-to-face with an attorney, you can do them online. Uh, not promoting anyone, but I know one that that does that I hear often is like legal Zoom. Um, mm-hmm. but, but they do online wills. But you know, I've I've heard some stories where where the after going online and creating these documents, they've taken it they've taken it to an attorney, and uh, the these online forms and documents uh, tend to have little errors inside there that oh. uh, by having an attorney can make it even solidify it. So. Uh, I always say go speak to a professional, right? Speak mm-hmm. to a professional. They're the ones who are doing it on a day-to-day basis. They're the ones who have um, the expertise and for most part have some type of legal boundary in case something happens that that there's any errors behind it. You can go back and make sure that, hey, uh, uh, they have um, – what's the word I'm looking for? There's some compliance, right? They have a little more – uh, expertise in, in making sure that these documents are done correctly. Yeah, I mean, and that that is important because this is a really big thing for you to do. Now, we're talking about wills. Now, if you look at wills as far as overall under the umbrella of estate planning, is that just one component? No, no. So under so under the will or under the estate planning basics, right? You want to have the will. That's 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 the that's the document that talks about your assets. Um, who you want to name as guardian for your chi- for your children if you have any, but then there's also something called the power of attorney, and a power of attorney is you- you're naming someone who can basically, in essence, act in your behalf and sign documents in your name in the event that you are incapacitated, and so you have this person who has the power to sign documents or who can you know can- take control of your bank account. Or your investment accounts, if you have, um, uh, this, if you've named this person as a power of attorney. So, uh, actually, today a client of mine called me. He is power of attorney for his brother. His brother has the dementia, and so you know he is not in the uh, the mind frame um, legally of being able to sign documents for himself to in- make investment choices for himself. So his brother is the power of attorney. And so his brother and I, we consult, we talk about investment strategies. We're talking about Medicare planning for him. Uh, sounds like he's taking a turn for the worse. And so now we're looking at ways to uh, possibly transition some of his assets to pay for um, care for himself. And so if he didn't have a power of attorney, right, uh, I can't, and he's single. This guy, uh, my, my client is single. Mm-hmm. Well, there's certain things that I can't just talk to his brother about if he wasn't power of attorney, even though he may be caring for his brother. But he, there's no legal document that says that I need to speak with him or talk to him because I can't legally. I can't. If his son wanted to call me and ask me about you know, his IRAs or whatever it may be, the things that we're working with, I can't talk to him about that because – Legally, there's nothing in place that says that I can I can share and disclose that kind of confidential information to. So the power of attorney allows uh, someone to basically step in your place in case you can't do it. And then you have a healthcare directive. Uh, the healthcare directive is someone that you've named that will um, 
that will that will execute your medical needs, right? So we all we, we've all heard the you know pulling the plug and who's going to make those, those 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 critical decisions for you health wise. Well, that's what the medical uh, healthcare directive does. Now you've 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 uh, you've named someone in the event that you can make these medical decisions for yourself. Should that be you a separate someone, person? Should that be a different person? It could be, right? It could be. Um, I've seen it where, you know, you know, uh, you may have uh, one sibling who is great with money and understands exactly what to do when it comes to investing and you trust them with money. Mm -hmm. But then you may have uh, another sibling who is not great with money, right? But you trust them to to make sure that they will manage your, your health needs, right? So they can be two separate people. Uh, doesn't necessarily have to be your spouse, right? You may have a, your, your spouse may be bad with money, so you may not want them to be a power of attorney, but you know emotionally that they, they, they know exactly what you would want to be done with you health-wise. So you can have two separate people to be, to take care of your uh, financial needs and then have someone else that takes care of your medical needs. How can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning? The convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. They're an endorsed Dave Ramsey SmartVestor. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. Your Finances Untangled, a conversation with Mo Param of the firm CloudVestors, a fiduciary firm, by the way, endorsed nationally by Dave Ramsey. And the conversation is on uh, your financial life, really, from uh, really when you first, whether it's you're starting your first job or all the way to retirement or in retirement, Mo and the team at CloudVestors can cover all of that. So we're talking about estate planning today. Mo, a couple of questions uh, on this as far as your clients and in, in dealing with your okay. clients um estate planning first off mm -hmm. is that something you include in the overall plan and if so when do you include it for your clients i mean at what age do you start saying you need to look at this or is it from the from the beginning that's a great question dave so yes estate planning is something we talk about from our, with our clients from day one uh, being fiduciaries, we have to do what's always in the best interest of our clients. You know, that's the standard we 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 live by as a firm, and that's also the standard that we have to uh, uh, do business wise legally, right? Because we're fiduciaries, yeah. So we we have a higher standard when it comes to working with our clients, and so we talk we talk estate planning from the beginning. You know, and and what I, what I mean by that is when we start looking at clients' accounts, right? It could be something as simple as as, well, we noticed, uh, I'm looking at your statements, right? And I noticed, I'm noticing that some of these brokerage accounts or investment accounts, for instance, right? You may have, uh, you may have, had, you may have started your investment account when you were single, now you're married, right? So you have your individual account, individual brokerage account that you may have not, you, you probably haven't named a beneficiary 
you, you didn't name a beneficiary to your account. Well, one simple thing you can do is create a joint account, right? A joint tenant with rights of survivorship, JTWROS. Don't want to bore anybody with that. But what that does is now it allows you to have an investment account. And God forbid, if you were to pass away, that account automatically gets transferred to the next person. So that's a pay on death or transfer on death? Is that... Uh, that, that's a little different. So a transfer okay. of death is you've named a beneficiary specifically for your for your account. So okay. if you were to pass away, it automatically gets passed down to that person you've named. A joint account is like thinking about if you had a joint bank account with someone. Well, if you were to pass away immediately, that other person is now owner of the account. It bypasses probate. There's nothing that 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 needs to be done. That other person from the from the get go has authority on that account. Doesn't seem like estate planning, right? But it is, it's, you know. Yeah. So it's that it's it's simple estate planning. Um, when we do when we work with our clients on life insurance, we, we'll look at their life insurance plans. And again, you might have had life insurance when you were married to your ex spouse, right? Yeah, now sure you're divorced. You now you're remarried. That, right? You got to update the beneficiary, right? So simple estate planning. You know, so that's things that we we talk to our clients in the beginning and. Again, when we when we build financial plans, I like to make sure that we we are building plans where our clients are are we're we're, we're, we're making them successful, right? We want to make sure that um, we're building plans that have a high level of success. So we may have maybe ten things that we're trying to target, but doesn't necessarily mean we're going to execute all ten things immediately, right? Mm-hmm. We may have a time frame. Okay, so for this year. Out of these 10 things, let's rank them in priority. And maybe for 2021, we're going to crank out these three. Check them off the list. Mm-hmm. And now when we do our reviews throughout the year, we make sure we're on target. We hit, we hit these milestones. And then now we're at 2022, here are the next three items we're going to line out. We're going we're gonna to check off. And so the planning is overarching. But the steps we take to execute it may take three, four, maybe five years, depending on yeah. how you know the, the the levels we're going through. But we're having these conversations from the get go, just to make sure that if anything were to happen, because we all we all want to make sure that we're 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 successful, our investment returns are 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 going through the roof, we're paying off our debt, you know, all the fun things that we're doing, planning for traveling, planning for that vacation home, but we don't want to, you know. Uh, uh, not forget about the fundamentals when things do happen, you know, especially, you know, we saw a crazy year last year, you know, people were passing away because of COVID. And I did see that there were about 27% of people last Americans last year that got estate plans. Uh, sorry. that got wills because of COVID. Because I was going to ask, did people, you see people getting more serious about it? Yeah. yeah. I started seeing people getting, you know, the reality started to hit that. Whoa, I need to really take a look at, you know, do I have all my all my ducks in order? Because anything can happen, right? Anything tragic could happen. And last thing we want to do, you know, as an advisor, is it, you know, if someone passes away, I have to speak to a surviving spouse and say we didn't have these documents in order because we didn't get to it. That's that's the worst conversation to have. I like that you address this on the podcast um, because you don't just go for the sexy every time, and this isn't sexy. But you, it isn't. You could, but this is important. I mean, it is an important part of your overall plan. What do you find? People get serious about this maybe when they have kids, they start thinking about it? Or? 
Yeah, yeah. You know, you start you, typically you start seeing it when uh, you have kids or maybe you've gotten married, and you know, there's someone else aside from yourself, yeah. right? Uh, and maybe you've gotten your feet wet with with your employment with your investing, maybe you finished off paying off debt, right? Your student loans, you're just like, oh, I can't even think about estate planning. I can't think about insurance or investing because I've got the student loan that I need to take care of. So typically, you know, you, you kind of get those affairs in order, get the debt taken care of, building your emergency fund, you know, the fundamentals. But around the time you start getting married, having kids, maybe having assets, buying your first home. Um, so typically around... Mm, early 30s mid 30s is when it starts to the, the reality starts to sink in you know you're probably seeing it from your parents you know, you're probably having your parents are probably talking to you about their estate plan you know you're having those kind of meaningful conversations with your parents so you know when you're 30 35 your parents are probably mid 50s early 60s and so you're starting to really connect okay i'm not that far away this is a reality let me start making sure that i have my affairs in order yeah, it makes sense, definitely. And and it is something that you should do. Uh, so, yes, an important topic for the podcast. Uh, Mo, have you ever used the term heretofore and just in regular general conversation? Have you? <laughs> yeah, I, I used it on my fiance once and she hit me with a frying oh, pan. Oh, she did? Don't okay. ever say that again. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say heretofore. Uh, we were talking about legalese earlier. But definitely it is part of the plan. So it's great. I mean, because there are so many components to any financial planning and all the way up to retirement uh, and in retirement. And mm-hmm. especially it does, it, then, you need to make sure you've got your estate planning in order. And update it, you know, uh, Dave, we, I, I've seen where people just haven't updated. You mentioned it before about ex-spouses and making sure you benefit, make sure you get the beneficiary correct, right? So it's it's not just set it and forget it, right? It's mm-hmm. It can be, right? We can, doesn't mean we, we need to update your estate plan every single year, right? There, there, throughout the given year, there probably isn't much that needs to be updated, but you definitely want to make sure that every few years, if, especially if you've moved states, um, you want to make sure your wills are updated, but uh, it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. It stops. Through, it, it continues throughout your life, and as your life changes, your life morphs. Your estate planning should, should should adapt, and your financial plan in, in general should be adapting to your life as your as uh, as new information comes in. We want to make sure that your plan is flexible enough to adapt to those new information. Right, because so uh, it, you believe in that living, breathing plan overall. To it has to. A financial plan, a financial plan can't be static. It's a living and breathing document. It's a living and breathing process. Um, And that's why, you know, cloud investors, we look at it as a relationship. We're having a relationship with our clients. It's not transactional. It's not about about the sexy product of the week. It's about making sure that your financial future, your financial security is all taken care of and it is adjusting to to your lifestyle and to and to the world overall. Right. So a financial plan is is a living and breathing process that we take very seriously with our clients. And in a fiduciary manner, too, from Mo and the team at Cloudvestors. Well, I'm glad you covered this, Mo. And just remember, the overall theme here is estate planning is not just for the wealthy. Estate planning is for everyone. So you should definitely have a plan in place and with the right strategies and the right methods. That's right. I couldn't say any better, Dave. 
So, um, so yeah, so Dave, that that's that's perfect. That's exactly what it is. Estate planning is is for everyone. And so, as always, Dave, thanks for joining me on this journey. And for those listening, we love you. And also, subscribe, rate, review us, share us, and you can catch us on um, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon. Uh, you can definitely catch us there. And until uh, next time, Dave. Well, and I paused when you said I couldn't have said it any better because. I don't think I've ever had that said to me. So that's sorry for the pause there. (laughs) All right, Bo, always enjoy the conversation and we're going to do it again. So I'll talk to you again on the next podcast. And we hope that you join us and like, subscribe, rate, share your finances untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.